but up, but up, but up. A podcast, but up, but up, but up. With parents, but up, but up, but up. Who think they're really funny, but up, but up, but up. You decide, but up, but up, but up. You share it, but up, but up, but up. You listen all through the night. Yesterday was this like big deal emergency alert. We had been notified that there was going to be like a national emergency alert at like 2.20. Right. Exactly at 2.20. And like my, I knew it was coming, forgot all about it, of course, which I'm sure is like 99% of Americans forgot all about it, even though they had been warned it was coming. So when it happened, I was sitting at my desk upstairs and I jumped out of my seat. I mean, it was embarrassing that like my heart stopped. And you said that you were outside of the kids' school yesterday. And this very sweet, and I do think they're very, well, I think he's very sweet, father of twins. It was, must have been a few minutes after the alarm. Yes. And he comes barreling down the road on a bike, and he always wears black jeans and a white dress shirt. Yes. And perhaps a long sleeve they're one, too. They're always thinking at a spreadsheet. What's on that spreadsheet? Maybe they're fat firing, David. But he said... Did you see that alarm went off? I said I had to be with my boys. His twin nine-year-olds. Yeah. And I said, oh, it was just a test. He's like, oh, okay. Like, you wouldn't look at the alarm first? Right? He just just saw the words national alert or whatever. But, I mean, if it said national alert... You'd still want to know what the alert is. But, yeah, if it said national alert, U.S. capital under attack. Would you be like, I have to comfort my children? Yes, I would. You can see where people would be like, about, I want to be in the safety of my What about home. national alert? Would national alert... Wildfires in Canada? Right. Would that would be a national alert? Probably not. Would national yeah, alert... Yeah, what is this national alert going to be used for? We're under nuclear attack? Right, it's just under an attack. Like you, would, would That impacts the entire country. Right. So like, you wouldn't have like national alert... COVID. Earthquake met... 12 magnitude earthquake in San Francisco. Right, right. Except for you'd be like, okay, well, that big of a magnitude, that means that they're going to invade and take over New York State, those Californians, because they got to get the fuck out of there. Or like national alert, Golden Gate Bridge crumbles. No, they would never tell us that. You'd have to read it on the news like everyone else. only nuclear war or massive attack. You're probably all going to die at once. Or it could just be massive attack by by the Chinese and the Germans. The entire country Like the coasts. But it's a national alert, David. So right. in Nebraska, what are they doing? When you don't they... think that they would send out news this thing if we're under like a major at- offensive? What kind of major offensive? What army exists? I understand what you're saying. So an alien race. No, comes... I'm saying North Korea and China attack from the east the and the east. west. Sure. And Germany, atta- Germany and Russia attack from the Atlantic. Hmm. Like that might, that might be a national emergency at that point. I just don't think that they'd ever be that organized. You don't want to just get home right away to your bunker? I mean... We don't have... No one here has bunkers. <laughs> it's, it's another word for basement. Our basement's not protecting us in a nuclear war. War. In a nuclear wall. You're right. We gotta get a bunker. How expensive is it to get a bunker? Not that expensive. It's just digging and putting like a shipping container in the ground. You gotta have some sort of air filtration. Yeah. We should... You know who? We should get in touch with... Brendan Fraser. Silverstone. And Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Isn't it Brendan Fraser? 
Brazier? I don't fucking know. I feel very weirdly indifferent about him. I think there's... I feel bad for him because there's something about him... You've seen The Whale ten times. Yeah, right. I I won't watch anything that even dredges up a slight sad emotion at this point in my life. I just feel like his... There's something about him that actually 75% of the population hates him. Like, they don't know why. They just hate him. It's like the, the kid in class that you're like... I don't know. There's just something about him. I don't like him. He, that's Brendan Fraser. Do you know the Brendan Fraser blacklist story? No. Brendan Fraser came out and revealed that he was like groped by a Hollywood producer or something when he was in his 20s. Right. And then he didn't get a movie role for the next like eight years or something. Oh my God. These producers are like. So this whole time I'm thinking it's because of all of humanity hates him. Right. (laughs) And the reality is, is he was blackballed because he decided to stand up to someone who tried to assault him. Right. Oh, great. Yet another strike in the column of I'm a total monster. (laughs) That's just great. That's great. The other night we were watching a movie with Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds where they do like a body switching thing. Yeah, we started to. And there was a scene where this movie was panned. Like it's the worst movie in the universe, basically, according to the reviewers. Did you know that... I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but do you know that you have this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so this movie was panned. Panned, but we went for it anyway. Because, we tried. Because we were like, you know what? These are some good actors, arguably. And, you know, how bad could it be? Well, so they have a scene where they zoom in on a baby's anus. Yeah. As it's about to poop. So it's flexing. And shits all over Jason Bateman's face or Ryan Reynolds' face. And in his mouth, Jason Bateman. And and all I was thinking was, is acting the only profession where you can do such a terrible job and have no courage for your own career that you speak up and say, I'm not doing that. I will not be in that scene. That is shameful and terrible. Right. Is acting the only profession where you can get away with allowing yourself to participate in bad work. Like, at well, my no. job, if I produced shitty quality like that, or I agreed to go along while someone else was producing something terrible, I would be fired. Right, right. Like, we still watch these people's movies. We give them our money. And I think, that was a bad choice. Right, but there are certainly people... Right, and this person might not get a job after this because of it. Because they have no courage to speak up and be like, or because, this is really in poor taste. No, but I'm saying there's, no, there's not a lot of difference in if you do poorly at a job and you get paid for it, and then you will get fired. So if you're in crappy um, brain swap movies, then the next casting director might not hire you because... This guy's doing stood crap up to work. The, well, okay, yes, but I'm also saying sometimes we watch movies and I think these actors had no courage to speak up and because say... Because they want the money. That's wild to me that they're willing to sacrifice their own craft by participating in a scene with a baby's anus flexing at a guy's face. And he's like, you know what? I want to be taken seriously as an actor and I'm willing to do this movie. Like, I'm, I'm blown away by that. Let me ask you a that. hypothetical. Please, I love your hypotheticals. Let's say with 100% certainty and confidence, you get a call or email tomorrow from a Hollywood movie producer. 
it's not a scam. This is all legit. And they say, I read your screenplay. Yeah. I, I really do like it. I want you to custom write a movie for us. You're going to be paid handsomely. $500,000. Would you be interested in that? But sure, fine. And what if he says, okay, and it's going to be starring Carrot Top and Adam Sandler and Kevin James. I would lean in because I love Carrot Top. You understand the point I'm getting at. They're saying write a crappy screenplay for crappy people. Write a screenplay for crappy people, for bad actors. You would still happily do it. Because I only have the one producer calling me. You're telling me Jason Bateman only had one script in front of him that year. And he was like, you know what? Guys, this is all I got. I got to feed you. Otherwise, we're eating tuna fish. Really? I don't think so. I think Jason Bateman could pick from multiple scripts. And he picked the one that maybe made him a couple more million dollars. And I think, like, you, you couldn't debase yourself a little bit when it came to your salary. Instead of being paid four million, be paid two and be in a movie that has got some quality to it. I'm just saying... But movies that have quality to it don't pay. David... I think removing a baby's flexing anus would have raised the quality up quite a bit. So I'm just like I'm. I hope that he gets the contract and he reads it over and he calls his agent and he says, "Page thirty-seven." They're like, "What? What? Read page thirty-seven. I can't do this." And they say, "Jason, you know you're just going to have a green screen. It's not really happening. And remember, it's three million, and you haven't had a big job this year." And maybe he's made two other artsy roles that you want to see him make that he's getting paid only 80 grand a piece because they have no budget. So he's not making enough to survive his Hollywood lifestyle. And they say this will set you up for the next three years to make more artsy movies. You don't think he's going to say yes? Okay, but here's the thing. You would say yes to but, getting shit on Okay, fine. But then, okay, but let's <laughs> take it to the next step, which is, fine, he accepts the role. This guy is going to be on the movie poster, last name, Bateman. Big deal. Jason Bateman's going to help sell this movie to people, like us. We decided to watch it because we think he's quite funny. So that man is carrying this movie, really. And he doesn't have the clout to get them to change it. He doesn't, like, they, he's so nervous to burn some fucking capital to say, I'm not it's doing it. It's a big comedy scene. It's a big one. Oh they can't God. cut that. Oh my God! They I, already cut the jizz on his face scene. I would have watched already, that. They already cut the him sniffing his son's ass. You're right, but they I, cut I, all of the dirty scenes. This is mild. I, I I can't even believe it. I I guess the other part of like movies to me is that I do feel like screenwriters don't get enough credit for what they have created and done. And these actors who then can do not do not have any courage get credit for for these movies when I think, but you didn't even write it. Right. This person fucking wrote it, and you're just the face. Yeah. And I some agree. of you aren't even really very good at it. I agree. I agree. Um. Oh hey guys, thanks for listening to Fully Functional Parents. If you just can't get enough of us and want to let us know, feel free to drop us an email at fullyfunctionalparents at gmail.com. Can't wait to hear from you.